uh, brought to you by Conjugate Entertainment. You got C right here. You got Double R here. You got a special guest on today. Um, personal friend of mine, known him for a while. We actually went to college together, um, like oh seven, oh eight. So you know, I've known him for about ten, nine, ten years now. Um, up and coming producer, you know, in the Delaware, Philly, New Jersey area. You know, has a couple mixtapes out right now. Working on something new. Always working. Go ahead, introduce yourself, man. What's going on, everybody? Wilmot, producer name Alpha One. Glad to be here with the crew. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Thanks for coming right. on, man. Uh, <clears throat> it's been a while um, trying to get you on here, so we definitely glad to have you on here to talk, you know, music, um, your style, what made you get into music, um, you know, all that good stuff. <laughs> Um, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it's going to be a, a definitely interesting topic because, you know, Double R, you know, he produces himself as well. So Yeah, I love I the theme song, man. That's, I'll be banging out when I'm at work. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll be trying to let my bosses see me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, he definitely made that joint, you know. So, uh, I, you know, I can't wait to hear. I'm actually excited. I was telling him uh, earlier in the week, I was like, yo, you know, I'm actually excited to hear you know, y'all go back and forth about the music stuff. You know what I mean? I know music, but, you know, compared to y'all, y'all hear it differently. Y'all see it differently. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's going to be interesting to, you know, hear what y'all got to say and, you know, how y'all started and all that good stuff. So we're going to get into that a little bit later. But um, you want to do your uh, Shots Fire segment or you want to talk about something else, uh, Ant? Um... I don't really have you have a shot fired this week. I mean, I don't really um, have anybody to fire shots at. I mean, there is one funny story, just you know, just to pick up from what you said last week, which is like white people calling the cops. I mean, <laughs> I mean, there was a story that came out with uh, a dude, he called the cops because a nigga fouled him too hard. Oh like, yeah, I, I seen that. <laughs> I see that though. Like that that was like that was crazy. Like it's it's getting out of hand. Like it's, like it's, it's basketball. Like, like it's almost it's almost like an Instagram challenge at this point. Like, yo, let's see who can call the cop <laughs> the quick black people over something petty. Like <laughs> it's, it's really getting out of hand. Like, <laughs> call call the cops challenge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did see that though. That's crazy. You're gonna call the cops. I'm like, it's basketball, bro. Like, if anything, cuss the dude out or fight him or throw the ball at him. Don't call yeah. the cops. Yeah, talk about his mom or something. Yeah, <laughs> like you gonna call the cops on him. Um, do I have a shot fired? Um, I want to say yes or no. Um, you know, I really hate talking about this dude, but it seems like he's always in something. Uh, Takashi Six Nine, um, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly got pistol whipped, and you know him and his baby mom. It got money stolen and all this stuff. But I don't know, man. Like Some people think it was staged. Yeah, I, I was just about to say that. I think it's staged because, you know, he dropped that single with Nicki Minaj. I think, like, I'm going to get back into Takashi, but I feel as though, like, Nicki Minaj is just hopping on any fucking thing because I feel as though, like, she knows her her run is coming to an end. Yeah. So, like, I feel as though, like, she's just jumping on anything just to have her name on it. And it's like, yo, like, some stuff is not even worth it, like, I was uh, talking to my homegirl today. She was saying, um, like, who okayed that with Nicki Minaj? And I was like, yeah, that's a good point. You know what I mean? I was like, because um, she had uh, tagged me in a post or whatnot. And I was like, oh, yeah. yeah, this is terrible. Yeah, the, the track is 
is is average to me at best. I mean, but it's it, it, I mean, it seems like a lot of people like it, but it's not for me. Yeah, I'm the only song I like by Takashi Six Nine is the one with A Boogie and Fetty Wap. I like that one. That's the only song that I like. I forget the name of it. Nah, he got a couple. He got a couple joints. I mean, I just yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, but that's the only one that I like. <laughs> yeah, I just ain't crazy about this one. But it yeah. seems like it's gonna be a hit though. It's, it's, it seems like it's being received well for the most part. So we'll see. Yeah, of course. You know, it's all about the marketing scheme, man. You put the song out, and then he gets his ass whooped, and. You know, everybody goes to the, you know, you know yeah. how it go, man. And then he got he got the video today too. So, you, know, you know how it go, man. But you know that's marketing. But I mean, I really don't know if that's like a, a shots fired worthy. But still, like you know, what I mean, uh, he used to talk all that trash and this, that, and the third. And then you know, allegedly he got kidnapped and pistol whipped. So I don't know. Like that's only. I mean, I know there's other things out there, but um, yeah, this dude is uh. Yeah. I I think it's his face wasn't even that bad. Like, nah, like we think you, about Rich Kid when he got fucking robbed yo, and kidnapped. I was just about to say that. Like Rich Kid was fucked up. Like yeah, <laughs> like if he, yeah, he was. Like, like he, Rich Kid looked like he was on fucking life support. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Like yeah, if you got pistol with with like the butt of the gun, like that's gonna leave a a, a mark. And I don't know if you really got. He must have got punched or shoved down or something because he ain't really have no bruises and I feel as though it's like uh, either he took the picture or somebody else took the picture and they you know what I mean I'm like come on man yeah, like add it was somebody else that took the picture yo yeah yeah man even Tory Bricks that was that set Rich Kid up supposedly was even fucked up worse than the guy hell yeah <laughs> so she had the video she was like oh you know I set him up I got my old money you know <laughs> I think it's a setup, man. I think a lot of these celebrities have been set up anyway, man. It's crazy because they, they always like, they, they always get set up by somebody that's in the entourage. There's always My somebody. Always somebody, man. Oh, I know. I don't know. Did we touch on it last week? Did we touch on LaShawn McCoy? Oh yeah, I wanted to ask that. Nah, we didn't I touch wanted, on I that. Man. Thoughts on that, man. Like, um, I don't you, know, man. I feel as though that dog. I mean, it goes back to woman lying and ain't nothing happening to him. Like that chick could have easily put like some makeup on or some shit like that and be like, oh, he fucked me up. You know what I mean? One thing I, I hate about stuff is when stuff comes out, you know, they always... You're automatically guilty. That's yeah, like, they, all, they, they automatically always believe guilty. it. You got to defend yourself. You know what it I mean? Could be, it could be like, oh, such and such um, has a sexual assault case against such and such. And then what I hate about the news media is that they drop information little by like they have all the information exactly like, they, they have all the information they yeah, just they drop it little by little, little yeah little like, by little why they put this out from the, from the get-go yeah right? like yeah. come on man you making him seem whoever to be the bad guy in all reality you know he did what he had to do so i don't know my thoughts on it is it's like um i really hope that he didn't you know stage that to get her fucked up you know what I mean? Because there was a, a video or a recording of him uh, calling the cops, saying, hey, you know, I paid for the Buffalo Bills. I'm not trying to have a, a big thing or whatever. So it seems like he was trying to do the right thing, but I don't know, man. I just, it, it's, always, <laughs> it's always question marks. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's always, and it just seems like every week, you know, it's always like a new case. Like, I think um, Anthony Anderson has a new 
sexual assault case against him. You see that? Guys, I ain't even see that. I ain't see that. Yeah, I ain't see that one. Yeah, yep. And then I've been, um, I've been too caught up with, you know, well, we could get into this at the Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Charlemagne the God's uh, accuser trying to take this to, to the Supreme Court. So we'll see how how that goes. Have you heard the um, the other the other footage from his podcast, though? No, nah, I haven't. Um, yeah, he, I haven't he, listened to his recent one. He was one. talking about it. I mean, it. It's not good for him. I'll I put it that way. Who for Charlemagne? Yeah. Mm. Well, it, it don't have nothing to do with it. Don't have nothing to do with with this accuser. It's just another case, but it just makes him look bad because he just. I don't he pretty get much it, man. just talk about how he pretty much talk about how he put like some Spanish flies, some girls drink. You know what I'm saying to get her like even more fucked up. And <laughs> fuck with her, you know what I'm saying and and blah blah, blah. and it just it just makes them like look like real creepy and rapists. Yeah, like I <laughs> like, it makes them look like yeah. real Cosby's. It's like. <laughs> Like, he look real Cosby's right now. It's just, it's like if you got a if you got a drug or girl to get some ass, man, like you're a cornball. It's not a girls, worth it, dog. It's like, not. And girls are giving like up what she don't super quick. Yeah, nowadays. that is super quick. I don't understand. Like, yeah. There's a lot there's a lot of holes and dots out here. You don't gotta do that shit. <laughs> you can, <laughs> yeah, and you can't even pay for it. Like <laughs> it's not that deep. Yeah, it's never that, that deep for you to put something in a girl's drink to get her fucked up even more. Like, yeah, these niggas out here is, is super wild. Uh-uh. <laughs> Yeah. And it's crazy because like I used to hate Charlemagne God, and then like after after I started hearing more what he has to say and stuff like that, you know, he actually makes a lot of sense. But yeah. now, man, it's like you know everything that you say is like contradicting what you're doing right now. You know what I mean? So right. I don't know, but um, into it, man. Um, a lot of social media activity been going on. Uh, <laughs> oh, yo, yo, <laughs> Corey. I was wondering if y'all heard about the new story about uh, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. You heard about that one? Oh, um, <laughs> with the porn stars? With the yeah. porn star? <laughs> Man, listen. I mean, hey, you know, Drake. Oh, who else? Uh, I mean, I mean, he playing San Fran. Um, uh, who else? The, who who messed with uh, the one chick, Mia Mia Khalifa? Who messed with her? I feel like somebody famous messed with her. Oh, oh shit. Uh Damn. I, I know she had that show with Gilbert Arenas, but I feel as though, like... Oh, a little sports show in Complex for a little bit for the kids. Yeah, yep. I feel as though, like, she messed with somebody, but, like, I don't know, man. These porn stars are starting to seem like they winning, man. I don't know what it is. <laughs> they must got some tricks up their sleeve, man, because... Obviously, they, nigga, they porn stars. They definitely got tricks I mean, no. I mean, like, yeah, they porn stars, but, like, they must be pulling out all the stops for these celebrities, dog. Like, you a football player and then you messing with a porn star, like you know how many dicks she done sucked and like you didn't kiss her. <laughs> hey, man, they got the they got them porn star tricks though, man. Like it's different. Like if you messing with a chick, you know, I'm pretty sure she sucked, you know, maybe I don't know, like let's say average of I'm sorry. Five to six penises. But you messing with a porn star who has a whole bunch of videos out there and you see her fucking getting nutted on her face, nutted <laughs> in her mouth, and, like, you want to go on a date with her? I'm, I'm sorry, dog. This, this is a couple of porn stars I would fuck. I ain't going to lie to you. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, fuck. See, the key word you said is fuck, but you, you didn't say nothing about dating. Oh, no, nah, I ain't dating them, nah. No. Like, these dudes, you I feel as though, like, yeah, they're going out on dates, paying for dinners and shit. Like, I'm not doing... I ain't doing all that. And I, I personally wouldn't even date a stripper, to be honest. I'd rather date a bartender than a stripper. 
the bartenders be just as bad. They, yo, dog, I know they do, but they be, they be in uh, they be behind a bar just like with these little skimpy outfits on, twerking and all that other shit. I mean, yeah, like half shorts and shit. <laughs> they do, man, but I don't know. Like that's I, I could never date a porn star or a stripper, dog. I'm sorry, I, I just couldn't because like you go out in public, especially like if she's stripping like in Philly or Delaware. And like you go out in public, go to Christie in the mall, and like you got niggas doing the bird call, talking about yo, I got a couple ones for you. Like I have to, I have to shoot niggas on sight. <laughs> you, you don't go, don't go to the strip club to see work at, dog, because it's not. Nah. Be, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like, I, I don't think um, the strippers in Philly are allowed to get naked, so I mean, it won't be that bad. You know, uh, the one strip club I do miss was. Uh, I know you remember this was the whole of wall, yeah, the whole of wall joints. Night on Broad, dog, <laughs> yo, <laughs> the whole of wall joints that being like West night West on Broad was my shit, dog. I, I, I think heard, I got, I, I got turned out. That shit, Cusum into some like hole in the wall strip club, like this shit was like seriously a hole in the wall, like dog, I don't know no, where the fuck this shit was at. Hell, no, but there was butt ass naked in there, but no, like, I went in there, I lost my mind. I think I had like, mm, I don't know, I think I had a couple, where? couple hundred dollars on me. Where was and this I, at? Night on Broad. This was years ago. Like when Night on Broad, uh, it was in Philly. It was like a hole in the wall, Jordan. <laughs> when I tell you they did everything, you could do anything you want down there, yeah, dog. With yeah, no yeah. issues. Yeah. I lost my mind down there. I think that's when I got turned out by the yeah. strip club. Yeah, the one fuck, girl. They'll fuck the, for like $40 and shit. The one girl grabbed me, pulled me in the corner. I was like, oh, shit. I, was, <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't know what to do. I was stuck. <laughs> I ain't doing all that. I I damn say fucking no stripper in no home. Oh no, I ain't, I ain't fuck her. I ain't fuck her. But she she did some. I know niggas that have. And good luck, man. I hope these niggas dicks ain't burning. But hey, I ain't doing. I mean, she just did a couple. <laughs> she did a couple tricks in front of me. You know what I mean? I was. I think You're I was like, like oh, shit, like damn. Like, you know what you doing? Yeah, I think I was like 18, 19, 20 at the time. So you know, I was like, I thought that was like the best thing ever. You know, seeing. A nice young tight body shaking her ass, you know what I mean? I'm like, oh shit, this ain't you can't catch this back in Delaware, right? you know what I mean? I know the um, what was it? Stadium out in DC. I know they be butt ass naked in there. I've never been to stadium. I've been to stadium. I, I heard you gotta have money in stadium because they said like, I guess you can have your own personal stripper. Oh really? I know. I know it's like forty dollars to get in. Every time I went to stadium, it was like forty dollars to get in. Yeah. I know when uh when we go to uh, ATL, man. I already know we're gonna go to. <laughs> Wherever we're gonna go, so Man, I, hate, I hate pro- strip clubs now. But yo, we got this. You can't not go to Atlanta. Now. I mean, I know, <laughs> I know, but That's I just want to go to. I, right, know, I just want to go to Magic, but but we'll, you hey, we'll go Magic? Later. It's, no, it's I'm between, just saying it's between Magic and Follies. But I'm I don't care. Follies is really the spot. I mean, it's for your birthday, so I really don't care. But I, I, I know Magic is like Magic is like the, the tourist spot, but Magic yeah. is dope too. Yeah, Magic is high as shit. I heard too. Shit, that means we might do five. Follies are blue flame. Like they real popular too. I yeah, like. they definitely are. Um, yeah. But yeah, strip clubs ain't my thing no more. I know a lot of people they go to it. Um, they go to the strip clubs for the food. They do be having some banging yeah. ass food though. All strip clubs got <laughs> oh, banging yeah. ass wings. Yeah, they have some banging ass food, dog. And one thing, you know, I used to go to the strip club and like I used to hate like no discrimination, but like I hate when like the little skinny joints trying to come up and dance on me. I, I used to get mad. <laughs> Well, what the like, fuck you doing here? Like, yeah, like, fuck out of here. You, you about the size of my right? damn, you about the size of my damn leg. What the fuck you gonna do for me? <laughs> I'd be like, nah, shorty, I'm good. Then they get, oh, fuck you then. I don't want your little fucking skinny ass. You look like you belong in high school somewhere. Like, the fuck? 
Some of them probably is fresh out of here. Some of them probably is like 18, 19. Nah, man. I, I, I couldn't do it. They used to come over to me. I'd be like, nah. I'd be the one in the back with the thickest joint in there. Everybody else got the medium-sized joints. I'm like, yeah, find me the biggest one in here. That's the one I want. <laughs> 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 but, uh, yeah, man. Um, Social media, man. 50 Cent and, uh, and Floyd. And then you Bro. got the state property beefing with each other, but yeah, let's let's touch on state uh, property. Oh man, what? Yeah, what? Um, well, um, what? I guess you could say beans, um, beans and uh, um, uh, what's Don't the say place? O'Malley's. Don't uh, say no, freeway. um, no, not freeway. Uh, was it? Uh, not Sparks. Is it uh, Petey Crack? Petey? No, not Petey. Was it? Uh, who, uh, oh, it, oh, um. Uh, Oskino? Yeah, Oskino, yeah, thank yeah, you. I remember, I remember he was Oskino. on Breakfast Club like two years ago. He was talking some shit on Beans. Like, they don't, they don't really fuck with each other. Yeah, yeah. Because I think um, Oskino and uh, what's the young gunner's name? Um, young, Chris? young Chris? Not Young Chris, but that was a dude. Uh, Neef. Neef. Him yeah. and Neef, yeah. Him yeah. and Neef, but fuck, he said that. It's crazy. He said he said all this shit two years ago. It's crazy. And like, they still beef with each other. Like, they, uh, he called him a rat, and then uh, Beans was saying that... <laughs> Beans was saying that he uh Oskino fucked some uh a, tra- a transgender or, or some something, something yeah. like that. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Like these niggas is really talking about each other. I'm like, y'all niggas live in Philly. And I'm like, Beans, didn't you get knocked the fuck out like a couple months ago? Yeah, Beans got chill. He all sick and shit now. That's people that's why people feel like they can fuck with Beans now, but like before the fat beans, oh no, no, nah, the, nobody was fucking with fat nah, beans. Nah, nobody get down with us. Now he got health problems and shit, and he all sick and shit. Like, like between him and Freeway, like they like, I don't know, man. They just like one breath away from not being here, man. They need to just yeah. chill, man. I don't know what's good, man. For real, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, they was beefing. And one thing I don't like is like they always got to put it on the internet to beef. Like, just I think it's corny if you got put that shit on there to beef. Like, nobody cares, man. It, I mean, it's for entertainment, but, like, y'all niggas is grown-ass men. Like, I, I don't know if y'all hurting for money or what, but it's like, y'all ain't been hot since, what, 08, 07, maybe? Well, that's, it's probably got to be after that State Property Volume 2 record they put out. Man, oh. ever since, yeah, I'm, yeah, ever since Jay-Z bounced. Oh, Skeeto <laughs> cutting hair. That nigga is resorting to cutting hair. He a barber now. Really? <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, Damn. if I if I remember correctly, I remember seeing pictures of him cutting hair. I didn't know that nigga was a barber. Like you I feel as though every I feel as though like everybody that used to be a rapper, even niggas in Delaware, they uh they fucking uh are barbers now. Like everybody used to be rappers, now y'all want to be fucking barbers now. I wonder if Freeway still live in Delaware. I know Freeway used to live in Delaware back in when he was popping. Yeah, I think he still live in Delaware. Um, but yeah, 50 Cent and uh, Floyd, man, um, them niggas is trading some bars. Floyd Mayweather had like a fucking long ass book that he wrote. Yeah. 50 Cent, he, uh, uh, foreman and he got motherfucking a disease. He lived in an apartment in New Jersey. He went bankrupt, this, that, and the third, man. Yeah. And then 50 Cent came back. Talk about the champs illiterate. He mad because future fucking one of his girls. He got eleven. Yo, domestic. man, what's up with your boy? Nah, we gotta talk about this, yo. What's nah, up with your boy nah, Future, bro? Nah, nah we, your boy nah, Future. Nah, your boy Future always fucking somebody else's chick. Man. Hundred miles. I'm about to go down a list. <laughs> now nah, we about to we about to address this. Just nah, your bed, nope, dog. Nope. Future the fuck. Future the fuck. Scotty Pippen girl. 
Like, NBA legend. Like, what the fuck is wrong with this? Listen, how are you going to blame Future? At the end of the day, both parties are involved. So you got to blame both sides. You can't you know blame my man Future. Why He's sick of what they're doing. He fucked Scottie Pippen girl. He done, he done fuck like Bow Wow baby mom. Two of them. Now this. Got them both pregnant. Damn. <laughs> Sierra and Joy Davis. That's what I'm saying. It's crazy. Listen, got man. Both. <laughs> listen crazy. man. Future out here, man. Listen, he out here doing his thing, man. But listen, don't blame him, man. Just just rock out to his music and let just him live his game, life, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. He always come, fucking somebody else's chick. That's man, listen. Don't, don't come for my man, dog. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, but um, <laughs> be wild, man. I mean, hey, man, he he do what he needs to do. <laughs> I mean, I don't condone it, but I don't know, man. He just, I guess he just a habitual person. I get these women pregnant. I don't know, like <laughs> he's not even getting no pregnant. He just fucking other people's girls, man. Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, he's uh, definitely. Yeah, what he doing it, and then like he's going back to like his old baby moms. I feel like what's yeah. the one girl, the, her name, the Brittany or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, come on, future man, you got five kids, and like they always talking about, oh, how he don't take care of his kids, take care of his kids. Like, I really hate to hear that. I hope he does take care of them, but like, who's the same man? You know what I mean? Because like he's always on tour, always doing some shit. So it's like, oh no, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, That's wild. Yeah. He probably always working to bring the money in. I mean, who knows? I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, at the end of the day, man, listen, it is what it is with that. And I just feel as though, like, niggas like you are hating. Let them live, all right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I'm going to let them live, man. Hey, man, he made March Madness. I mean, he's, he's, he's yeah. good about both. Yeah, the best song ever created. That's, I'm, get, <laughs> I'm getting married to that song. When I, Whenever God decides to take my eyes, I want y'all niggas to play that at my funeral. I'm listen, that's about to be my ringtone. You know what I'm about to bring back? I'm about to bring back uh the voicemails. I have Marsh Madness playing in the background. The whole the song is like three minutes long. I have the whole <laughs> song playing in the background. It's definitely one of the best trap songs ever made, but I think Rick Ross BMF might have something to say about this. Yeah, that's another that's another hard song, man. That's another very tough song. Future definitely one of the top three trap songs. I ever made that March Madness on though. Yeah, I agree. I with that. I'd be rocking that in my car. <laughs> I listen to it every morning before I go to work because it helps me uh to get my life right and not go in there with a bad attitude and cuss people out. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Like y'all don't ever listen to like a certain song before y'all go to work, but like, all right, it's gonna be a good day. Oh, all right, like I'm cool. Yeah. Like that's me. I gotta yeah. listen to that song at least four times before I go into work. Like I literally pull up to the job and I sit in the car and listen to it twice, have it on repeat. I'm like, all right, it's time for me to go in. I'm dead ass. That's crazy. I got to get my life right, man, because first of all, I really don't feel like going to work. It'd be too early in the morning. You got to deal with all that traffic and bullshit. You got to deal with the traffic, and then as soon as you get to work, there's always that one person always so fucking happy going like, oh, good morning. Especially on Monday. Monday, don't do that shit. I'm like, how the fuck are you so happy on a Monday morning? Exactly. I've like, been debating about calling off every Monday. Man, I'm, I'm <laughs> debating about calling off every single day. Like, I'm at the point now where it's just like, I'm really just about to throw in the towel and be like, you know what? I'm about to just say, quit it, and then let God handle it. Yeah. <laughs> For real, man. But I'm not in that position right now to do that yet, so yeah. I'm still going to go to work and make this, make this fucking money. Right. Um, but yeah, man, let's get into um, music. 
you know, producing, mixing, all that good stuff. Uh, you know, once again, we got my uh, special friend on here, Wilmot. Uh, Alpha One, right? Yeah, yeah, Alpha One. So what made you come up with that name, man? Actually, that's funny. Uh, I did a project with my boy Bernard, and uh, there was a song we did called uh, Runaway. And in his lyrics, he said Alpha One Numero was something like that. And that's how that name came about. Dope, man. That's pretty dope. Uh, what made you start getting into, like, music producing anyway? That that actually, that's, that runs in the family, family blood. Like, my dad was, like, a DJ coming up. Oh, word? Yeah, he was, yeah, when I was young, he was a DJ. And then that's when all, he'd be spinning records, and I'd be taking them, looking at them, you know, playing Frisbee with them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then... Uh, I didn't really get started in the producing until like in high school. I did a, I did a digital audio class, and that's how everything came about. I learned how to like make music. We learned about mixing. Yeah. You know the copyright process. Yeah. Uh, you know how to edit, record music, and th that that's where the basics came from. Uh, I used to make beats with a friend of mine called Aaron, and we was that fire production. But after high school, I kind of went solo, and I was yeah. Doing, uh, I was doing music with uh, Bernard and a couple people from high school. So yeah. I was, was in-house for them for about probably four or five, probably five years. Uh -huh. Right after I did that project with my boy Bernard called Beast Smithsonian. You can actually hear that on uh, Beast Smithsonian. Yeah, yeah I, know, I know Bernard. We used to work together. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was like my first joint where, you know, I had, I almost, I, I practically did almost, all the songs except for probably like five of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Then right after that, I you know I ended up going solo, and that's when you know I started doing projects with local people. <laughs> the illustration came about. I know that I'm yep. still bumping that here. And yeah, yeah. I still got that. I, as a matter of fact, I think I still got that on CD when you first gave it to me. Yeah, man. Yeah, that was like I didn't really have nothing at that point. I just had what I had to. I had what I need to press record. Like I didn't have like. The, the thing to put around the microphone, the little booth, mini booth thingy. Yeah. Yeah. So we just, I just had what I need to press record at that point and let God handle the rest. And, right. You know, and everything now is just, you know, it's, it's still, you know, it's still booming. You know, there's still opportunity though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And, you know, uh, Tony, you know, he's a producer as well. So it's like, you know, y'all two have completely. <clears throat> different sounds like you know yeah tony's like more like the heavy you know uh like i wouldn't say heavy trap but like you mm -hmm. can hear like trapping his you can hear like the up-tempo type stuff whereas though the you trendy like a trendy sound yeah yeah yep. and then you like you know i feel as though like you got that old like jay dilla um uh, what's the face? Uh, yeah, like Jay, Jay Dilla, Knife Wonder, like yeah, old, Knife old Wonder. Kanye. Yeah, thank you. Yep. Yeah, like I feel like you got that vibe. You know what? What made you choose that type of you know? I guess vibe. If 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 I say it correctly, you actually said to yourself. I heard a coming up. I heard a lot of Knife Wonder music coming up. Like yeah, I heard a, a, a lot. Dilla, I didn't listen to a lot of Dilla as much. I would say like you know. I heard like the notable dealer, like the run-ins, uh, like the, first, the stuff he did for first side. But I mean, I, I really like wanted to get more into like sampling. 
So yeah. that's where I kind of like listened to more like Knife Wonder. I was listening to all the soul stuff he was doing. And I was like, yo, I think I could do this. But mm-hmm. like, I had the equipment to do it at that point. So, I mean, I used to be downloading music from like, I'm sure like, I'm sure Double R U was probably doing it, like downloading stuff from YouTube and seeing what can work out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that's- uh, after that point, I was like, you know, let me just, I was like, man, I just want to, you know, do something where other people can relate to, where I can mm-hmm. bring the new and bring it back to the old and let me see what I can do to mash it in the, in the one thing. Mm-hmm. And that's where I found I kind of got real successful at. Yeah, that's dope, man. I'll be catching you on, you know, your Instagram page, um, you know, going to, you know, these old record shops, however many still left, yeah. you know, going through finding old records, man. And I feel as though, like, you and, you know, few others find enjoyment with that because, like, there's a lot of gems that you can find, but, like, oh, I can use this for this. Mm-hmm. certain track or I can use this that and the third you don't find too many people going to old record stores nowadays yeah getting you know getting this you know what I mean so and it's crazy because like every time I see you do that it reminds me my grandmother had an old um thing like that back in the day and she used to put her little records on it yeah um, yeah it's just like a kind of like a nostalgia type yeah. thing you know what I mean yeah, yeah. it's like I mean, some people look at me weirdly for this. I mean, I don't really be paying the outside noise, no mind. But, like, like when you go to record stores, you can, like, there's so much stories you can bring back. Like, even if you spend, like, a $3 record, you hear you mm-hmm. like, yo, I can make, like, you listen to, like, five, six joints. Like, I don't listen to the radio like that. Like, I'm, I might, like, just look on iTunes or, you know. Yeah, keep on, same here. You keep up to date with, like, an artist. Wait till his joint come out, then download it. But, like. I'll hear like five, six, you know, tracks, and I'll be like, yo, I can just take this back. And I'll make like five, six beats out of it. I'm like, and you know, a rapper might go off it. But like, if you spend like a $20, $30 joint, it's like, you know, you know, you know, the money coming to the point, like, dang, I don't know if I want to spend it. I only, I don't want to buy because only one piece, you know, one little track that I might like, and all the other songs is whack. So, I mm-hmm. mean, it's, it's an experience. I mean, a lot of it. There, I, I've also done some digging on Discogs too. So uh, it's like the online like warehouse. Like you find what you want, you order mm-hmm. it, and the, whoever has it, they'll ship it to you. So I mean, it comes from a mix of that. Uh, but yeah, man, I, I encourage a lot of people to do record digging, man. Like you, you, there's a lot of stories. I can give you a lot of stories now, but I mean, that probably be like another day when we all catch up. But yeah, yeah. definitely, and. And you write about there's a lot of stories behind like a lot of these records, man, because a lot of these beats nowadays, they get chopped up, screwed up, however you want to say it. And, you know, they make it their own, but it's like not an original beat. It's like a beat from an old track or old this. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, yo, this beat is so hot. Yeah. And then like you hear it like on WDAS or one of these old school (laughs) channels. You know what I mean? Oh, shit. That's where the beat came from. You know, prime example, you know, that's the only one that comes to mind, you know, future mask off. Yeah. You know what I mean? That beat right there, you know, was an old school beat from, I forget the the name of the person who did the song, but a lot of people didn't know that. Oh, this beat is so hard. You know, I think yeah. Metro Boomin did this. And I'm like, you we know probably, I mean? At we first, probably Metro probably sped it up or something like that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And it's, it is crazy because, you know, I'm glad you said that, you know, and this is for both of y'all, you know, so I, I definitely want to hear, 
you know, y'all feedback on this, y'all opinions on this. Um, like when y'all hear music, you know, what do y'all hear? Like when you hear a beat, like say for example, any beat that comes to mind, you know, for for me, you know, I just hear like the oh shit, this shit is hard, man. Damn, you hear that ad lib? This that the third word? Mm-hmm. No. Y'all hear the chimes, y'all hear the guitar, you know, so what, what yeah. do y'all hear? I just I just hear, like, all the instruments. Like, I, I just be knowing, like, what instruments they use, and I just be, like, kind of, like, trying to, you know, kind of, like, how they built the beat, yeah, or constructed the beat in the first place. You know, mm-hmm. you, just, you just hear, we just, like, hear all the instruments that they, that, that they use. Like, it's like the casual listener probably don't even know what a arpeggiator is. You be like, oh, yeah, I like how he, like, Use that gate, or he, or he, use that <laughs> or he probably, I like. We can just hear like how they. Or we, I like how he put that reverb on this. Like, yeah, we, I like, definitely don't know nothing about that. What the fuck that is, you know? What I'm yeah, saying? I yeah. definitely don't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like we just, we just hear certain shit. We just like we could tell like when they do like certain effects and with filters and shit like that. We're like, oh yeah, I like how they did that. We just hear shit like a little different. Sometimes you kind of like hear what like what tempo they use and BPM. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Yeah, hear shit just a little different. But um, yeah, it's just something the casual listener like they just won't pick up on. But like, yeah, you just you just know you just start like, yeah, it just it's just natural when you make beats. Yeah, like say what I'm listening to is like first I'm listening I'm trying to hear your drum pattern like you know yeah 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 like we all gotta relate to it like because that honestly the drum pattern is what really make the whole beat yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, yeah if, I would I would agree. Yeah, to get drum patterns and like, especially nowadays, your drum patterns along with your like eight oh eight pattern. Yeah, that's really what makes the beat. And like for and for like trap beats, it, to me like it really beat a hi hat like, cause I yeah. mean cause them shits being different like, you know four four two four, cause that's how them you know it, it'd be the the hi hat be like, like yeah they have them really them blow, rapid fire yeah, they have them rapid fire hi hats yeah trap beats yeah. <laughs> Nowadays. Yeah, all the shit y'all talking about is motherfucking jargon to me. So yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I kinda I, I, I kinda agree. know what y'all yeah. talking about, you know what I mean? Just the overall, you know, when I li- listen to like some of these other producers, you know, talk. So some of this stuff sounds familiar, but it's just interesting how, you know, y'all can talk about this shit and then you know what I mean, like you know, you, you get excited about it. You know what I mean? You, you could y'all can tell that y'all like doing this stuff genuinely and not doing it just because you know how some people be like, Oh yeah, I make beats this and there it don't be yeah excited about a lot, it. A lot of people just trying to make beats to you know, just to get money. I mean you and it, and you should. You should, but like you should have a love for it first. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Got to. Exactly. You definitely gotta have love for it. You know, and me, I'm a casual listener, you know, I love all types of music, you know, uh, from all genres, you know what I mean? As I've gotten older, you know, yeah. I've learned to, you got to accept all different types of music. Yeah. You can't just be rap and R&B Me and too. all that shit. You know what I mean? So it's like, you, you uh, when you listen to it, like, um, I'm trying to think, uh, damn, I can't think of nobody right now. I'm drawing a fucking blank. If you listen to like a Nipsey Hustle. You know, what I mean, you kind of know what type of beats he's going to use. Yeah. If you, if you listen to, yeah, I mean, um, Nipsey and Rick Ross, they kind of got like the same type of style. Yeah, yeah. Or, or you know, you. a Dave East, or if you listen to, um, you know, Post Malone. If you listen to, um, anybody else, you you know, you could kind of tell what type of beats they they use. You know what I mean? So it, it's just, it's interesting 
the 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 selection of beats that they go through because I know a lot of them go through a whole bunch of beats. Be like, man, I don't like this one. I don't like that one. And you know what I mean? It's like whatever beat they don't like. It's crazy because um, Tony, me and you was talking about it. That um, stir fry beat. I think that beat was supposed to be for like uh, Ti, and that beat came from made that beat like oh seven oh eight or something like that. Yeah, you told me that. I thought that beat. I thought it was something he probably produced recently. Me too. Me too. And it's crazy how a lot of these beats just be sitting there. Yeah, and it's old ass beats, and they you know use it, so it's it's very interesting. Man. Yeah, you know some I mean? some beats are just timeless like that. Like the sound never really gets dated. Like you can yeah. pull it out ten years from now, and it still sound hot. I mean, yeah, definitely. One thing I I wish is that you can hear some of this stuff. Like you know what I mean. Like I want I want to hear the stuff that don't make it to albums, that don't make it to mixtapes. I want to hear those beats because I feel as though like be like the best ones. They'd be like, oh yeah, I made this beat in like two minutes. And like, oh, that was enough of this. I, I, you know, they'd be like, oh, I hate this beat. And I'm like, damn, I want to hear the beats that, that you actually took a while not, to make. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not- yeah you had the beats that, that took somebody a while to make, but like maybe they just try to take it somewhere else to try to find the next wave, try to create a yeah. new sound. And then, you know what I'm saying, somebody just like, you know, when they play for artists, they just not feeling it. They don't even know how to like catch the flow or the beat so it's like then the beat just sits and that's when you yeah. get something like a stir fry but like a yeah stir, like that stir fry beat like we like we told me that was that was, that was an old beat it was probably like before his time like like he probably like Pharrell probably played that for rapper and they just probably didn't know what to do with that shit it was before yeah, his time. you're right and then like you're right you know what i'm saying yeah. then he played that shit 10 years later the migos here and they're like oh shit i can get with this <laughs> yeah yeah they can beat like yeah yeah definitely i think the hardest thing with rappers is, is trying to catch the beat or trying to feel the beat because i feel as though like every beat isn't for every rapper. Like, you know how yep. you got, like, yep. songs, they remix songs, and I'd be like, I really don't feel like this rapper should have been on this song. You know what I mean? But, yeah. But, um, so, who's your favorite, you know, as growing up and, you know, getting more involved in music? Um, Tony, you know, I kind of already know, like, some of your favorite producers, but, um, you know, Wilma, who are some of your favorite producers as of right now? Right now. All right. Uh, Man, there's there's so much, man. <laughs> oh man. Uh, I mean, you could give me a couple. You know, what I mean, I don't gotta be. Uh, so you want to do whoever. you want to do like producers right now first, and then we can kind of like talk about like the producer that inspired us. Yeah, yeah, After, that's fine. Yeah, all right. We yeah. do current. We do current producers then. Yeah, like current. Uh, Black Milk's one. You guys heard of him? Yeah, Black Milk. Black yeah. Milk. I I didn't know he was a producer. I thought he was a rapper. Yeah, uh, he was producing, and then like. He he did a couple rap projects. He did a he put a he he did an album out. Uh, it's called Fever. It's pretty it's pretty dope. You met him, didn't you? Like not too long ago. Yeah, Black Milk. I've seen him. I met him like two three times. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, I chatted with him. He was a, he's a you know cool thorough guy. Right. Um. Man, Knife Wonders one. I don't. Yeah. Uh. Who else? I'm trying to think. Uh. Yeah, sort of. Uh. Adrian Young. Adrian I, I Young. haven't heard of Adrian Young. That name sounds so familiar. You heard, uh, let me try to think. Y'all saw that, uh, Luke Cage? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, watched Luke Cage. Yeah, if you heard the music behind it, that was like him. Like he did. Oh, like, he does. Oh, okay. He does the theme music? Yeah, yep, yep. Uh huh. The theme song? That, yeah. yeah, he did. I, like, just, got, I just got done watching season two. That's, a, that's an amazing show. Yeah, he did, uh, 12 Reasons to Die with Ghostface. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm really like digging his stuff right now. Like it's all like, you know, 
It sounds like vintage. Soul, psychedelic soul. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah that's another guy I'm rocking with. It's, I mean, it's a lot, it's a lot, but I mean, those are like the key people right now that I'm really trying to dig into their sound and let that try to inspire me when I'm like making music. Like, you know, I might want to take like, you know, a, a wild guitar sound or, you know, it just gets me inspired when I'm just making some material. So I say it's, I say it's like them three right now. Okay. Yeah. That's some pretty tough picks. All right. Yeah. For me, as far as the current producers go, um, Hit Boy, you know what I'm saying? I'm a big Hit Boy yeah. fan. Oh, yeah, yeah. And like, like his beats, like he has, he has like multiple sounds. I like I like producers that are like diverse. You know what I'm saying? Like I yeah. know he made um, Beyonce bow down. He made uh, Niggas in Paris. He made a bunch of, I mean, we go on and on about yeah. the beats that he made. And those be the ones with the diversity to them that you didn't expect. Yeah. Like, oh shit, he made that yeah. beat? Like, you, like I said, you got certain producers that got, like everybody knows Oh, for real, Pete. Everybody knows the Zaytoven yeah. beat. Everybody knows, um, you know, a Timberland beat or something like that. But you know, for people like Hip Boy who come up with these different, you know, beats, it'd be like, oh shit, he yeah. made that. That's the you know kind of cool part. Yeah. About and it. speak of and, my, and another one, he, same thing with him. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't know he makes some of these beats. Boy Wonder, Boy Wonder, super dope. Yeah. I mean, Boy yeah. Wonder go down as a legend at the end of the day. I mean, he's he's one of the best producers out here. He's, he's one of the current producers yeah. that I look up to. Um, Jalo Beats. I mean, I actually been in the studio with Jalo before. My boy, um, yeah. my boy Word. from Chester, he engineered, he, uh, he engineered for like Jalo Beats and some of his artists before. And he brought me to the studio with him. And I got to talk with Jalo before. He gave me some good yeah, advice before. Dope. Cool dude. Cool, humble dude. You know what I'm saying? I just like Jalo's sound. He just got that just like that, that hard, grimy sound. It's, yeah. like, it's like a modern day Swiss, Swizzy sound. I, I I love his yeah. sound, you know what I'm saying? I know some people might think his sound is like is simple and they you know they try to hate. But like I, for me, I like his sound. It, it hit hard. Like so Yeah, I, I definitely like his sound too, because I he, he made a couple drawings for uh for some Philly rappers. If I'm not mistaken, I think he either made like Yeah, um, he made a lot of beats for Philly rappers and Yeah, like Cicero yeah, all and, of, yeah, anybody yeah. from Philly probably had a Jilo beef before. You know? <laughs> I still be rocking with that Bobby Smurder joint he did. That's still a banger. Yeah, that is a banger. Yeah, I know. The crazy thing, Lloyd Banks had that beat first, but he. I know. That's why. That's why I be saying (laughs) like these rappers be having these beats. I feel as though like Lloyd Banks on that beat. I think that song would have been trash. He did. Nah, he made a whole song to it, but the song was alright. It just wasn't. Oh, what Bobby Smurder did with it, you know what I'm saying? Bobby Smurder made it. Uh, he just brought a different type of energy to it and just made it catchy. Yeah. And um, yeah. what's the, another one? Um, another current producer I like. Um, he's real underrated. A lot of people might not know you. Um, Mike Zombie. He made uh, "Start from the Bottom." Yeah. I think "Start from the Bottom" is uh, yeah. one of Drake's top three songs ever for me. And yeah, I, and I like uh, that. Start, Mike that started from the bottom beat is crazy. Like the Shakers. Oh in that yeah. Beat, I don't. I don't know what that sound is. I just. I always love the Shakers in that beat. Pretty much, it pretty much comes on doing the hook part, but like I, I love that mm. started from the bottom B, and he made he's made um he also made um DJ Khaled they don't love us no more, and he's done a lot of a lot of other things. I know he's working with Young and May right now, so um yeah man yeah yeah Mike Zombie he's real dope. He has his own unique sound. I like his sound too. But as far as the current producers, those yeah. are the ones that kind of influence me currently. Yeah, yeah, and those are some some nice picks as well because you know a lot of uh, you know. New age people who listen to music, you know what I mean? They know all like the, the current, 
the hot, yeah, the current ones. Like, they don't know, like, you know, the Pharrells, the Timberlands. Uh-huh. They don't know the Swiss Beats. They don't know, um, uh, what's the face, uh, producer, uh, him and, uh, Royce the Five Nine. They got a couple tapes out, um, uh-huh. with a P. Oh, uh, what's, what's the producer's DJ name? Premier, man. DJ Premier. Yeah, Premier. Yeah. Um, Premier was yeah, just on, he was um, on Drake album. He produced, you he, got, he produced Sandra Rose on Drake's new album. You got you got Green Lantern. You got all these. You, know you got I mean? um, even take you got like Mitty Mafia. They they made a couple beats for like Genuine and shit back in the day. Like oh, Mitty Mafia, yeah, Mitty Mafia. Some, they was dope. I used to love their beats back in the day. Yeah, they did some shit for the shit they did for Jersey Shore was hot. Yeah, uh, I definitely never heard of them. Y'all put me on to something new. That's pretty dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think this one track they did it was uh can't wait. Look look up that one. Yeah, Mitty. I will. Oh, I go all day about the producers I grew up on. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. even hit make like heat like heat makers like all them. I was just all them, all them, all them dip tech. <laughs> the dip tech, yeah, dog. Heat makers, yeah. When that uh, the tagline came on, dog, I used to get so hyped, man. Yeah, man. Any dip set beat, they was on every dip diplomatics beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah they was. Oh, and then like you know, you got Bangladesh. You got, um, yeah, Bangladesh had a nice little run too, yeah, hell yeah. But like nowadays, I feel like a lot of these producers, man, like you said, they're just doing it for the money, they know they can come out. Oh, let me get the a hard, a hard beat for somebody to get on, get recognized, and then you know, what I mean, that's how they're gonna get their money. Like, they don't really put too much time. No. I feel like the craft isn't there anymore. Nah, it's not. Like producers. you got a lot of people making these. Like I, I know, I know a lot of people hated DJ Mustard when he came out because his beats was. I actually like his beats was like so simple, and he was so he's. I mean, but they was like they was clean though. Like you know, I had no problem. Yeah, they was tough. Yeah, Mustard was tough, man. Mustard was tough. I mean, yeah, for me he was tough. I mean, he ma- he he mastered simplicity though. Like his beats was super mm-hmm. simple, but he mastered it. So it's like. Can't take nothing away from them, but like you do, got a lot of producers, man. They just be just they beats just all sound the same, man. All they doing is copying all these other. Yeah. They just try. They all try to sound like Metro Boomin, and they they use the same drums and shit. They don't do nothing different. Yeah, but, yeah. Nope. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah. I mean, I do feel like a lot of them. They don't take no pride in the craft or like try to make their own sound or be original. Like they don't really care about that. All they do is just nah. try to copy and imitate shit. And, you know, they may, they may watch, like, one or two YouTube tutorials and learn how to do some shit. And think, yeah, I mean, now all of a sudden, that is, yeah, it's crazy, though. <laughs> um, what I was about to say, um, if y'all had an opportunity right now, who would y'all love to work with as far as, like, producers? Outside of the people that y'all name. Uh, Wilma, you want to go first? <laughs> man, it's hard to think with that one, man. I thought... That, if you would have said rapper, I would have immediately said, you know, Kendrick, you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, well yeah, let's let's go let's go with rapper then since you know. Well, yeah, I can't we, nah, I mean I can think of somebody, but we can do rapper first and then we can come back to producer. Yeah. So you said you would you would love to work with Kendrick. I say yeah, Kendrick, man. I, I feel as though like one of your beats would be definitely dope for Kendrick because like, you know, he can switch it on or off. Like he got that that soulful type flow and then at the same time he can, he can turn it up you know switch it up yeah he can turn it up exactly yeah so i, I could definitely see see you doing something with him man yeah definitely yeah what what about you tony um i'm, I'm gonna say drake 
Drake. Yeah, play a good Drake mm-hmm. song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I could see you doing that with Drake too. You know, based off some of the beats that I've heard. You know, that you sent me that I've seen on Instagram. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, he's another one that could go slow. He can, you know, uh, turn it up. Yeah. And I, I feel as though those rappers, there's only like a select few that can do that on certain beats. Yeah, they, like, yeah, yeah like Kendrick I mean? and Drake, they can pretty much fit almost any beat out there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like they can adjust their, yeah. they can adjust their flow to fit any type of tempo. And and that's and that's dope with them. And I'm, they, I'm pretty sure they work with a lot of producers, man. And it's like they do. I wonder how like the I wonder how like the process goes. Like. You know, do they reach out to them or the producers reach out to them like, hey, you know, here goes some beats. You know what I mean? That Like, I always wondered about that. Yeah. Do these producers really get paid? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like these producers don't get paid what the rappers get paid. And, like, these are the main ones. You know, if it wasn't for y'all, the the overall beat, the overall song wouldn't be what it was. I mean, you know what not mean? with rappers like Kendrick and Drake, but, like, I do agree with these with these these new age rappers, like the little Yachty's and all these little niggas. Uh, all these little colorful dread niggas, like the producers make these niggas hot. That's pretty fact. much. That's what <laughs> they getting all that money. Yeah, that is but true like, because they get money. I think murder, like murder on the beats, I think they they getting paid. They getting money. They getting. Oh yeah, definitely murder. You know, murder. He's a uh, he's another up and coming. You know, pretty dope. Now and like like, how do you feel? Do y'all feel as though like you know the white producers? Do you feel as though like they're culture vultures or like they really actually love enjoying this shit? No, nah, I don't feel like Murder on the Beast is a culture vulture. I mean, he's from Toronto. No, not just him. Just you know, you know, white producers. You mean like who, the Scott Storches and all them? Yeah. Do you feel as though like those type of people are like culture vultures that's mainly working with the hip hop, this that and the third? You know what I mean? I always thought they was the like the 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 Billboard chasers. Like you know, yeah. I'm gonna go to this Christina Aguilera. You know, they want to go to the Gaga's, you know, but they don't want to start from, you know. Yeah, yeah they don't want to, yeah, they don't want to build up no, no, like, artists from the ground up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I agree with yeah, that, too. I, yeah, I got you on that. And Scott Storch, I don't think he has a, he hasn't had a hit since, what, Lean Back? <laughs> I think Scott Storch, he recently made something for Rick Ross that became a hit. Because I know he started, he started uh, yeah, Scott Storch started producing again. He, he's active again now. Yeah. Oh, he is? Yeah. Mm. And it's crazy because, like, you know, a lot of these old school producers, I don't know, man. Like, I really feel as though, like, they don't, like, these new rappers, they, they don't go to them. So it's like. No, nah, the new rappers do I, go to them. They, they, the new rappers, they take they, they take their beats off of, like, YouTube and shit like that. And they just rap on them. And then they, they, they start popping. Then they pay them later, for the most part. That's what no, no, about. I'm saying. No, what I'm saying is, like, so, like. For example, you know, just use Lil Yachty. I'm pretty sure your little Yachty, you know, won't go to a fucking Scott Storch. He'll oh, go oh, to, oh, about, oh, going to like legend. yeah, like he'll go to like a Southside. He'll oh, go yeah, to yeah, Metro. yeah, nah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? The, like they're not going to the legends. Yeah, they're not going to Swizz Beatles. Yeah, or, nah, uh, like I feel as though like the Jay Z's, um, Fat Joe's, Nas, yeah. um, you know, all the legendary rappers. Those people go to like you know them because I feel as though like they know them they know how they're going to get down yeah. um you know like these new rappers you know they go to like the the new uh producers you know what I mean which I kind of get but it's like 
I really feel as though like a lot of these old, unless you're like Swiss Beats, unless you're like Timberland, Kanye West, like I feel like a lot of these older producers aren't getting the money like they used to, unless like, like you know, unless they doing collaboration they, records, like, like yeah, exactly, or they go to a whole nother genre. Okay, I'm not doing hip hop anymore. I'm gonna go to pop. Let me go to rock and roll. Let me go to um, like I, a lot of producers now. They some of them been going on that. Um, the EDM wave, you know what I mean? Yeah, like Lil John. Yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah. Look at Lil John. Lil John, fucking went from Snappy Fingers crunk music to EDM now. You know what I mean? So it's, it's crazy. You know what I mean? I guess he's trying to follow the wave wherever the money's at. Cause don't nobody listen to crunk no more. Everything's trap. Yeah, right. you know what I mean? Crunk with the trap, and then I don't know where trap going to take you, but. Hey, you know, I get it. You get in where you fit in, but... I just wonder what's after the trap. You know what I mean? Yeah, me too. Like, I feel as though... Yeah. And me and Tony, we always talk about this. Like, Atlanta, down south, they on a fucking run with this trap yeah. music. Yeah. I remember 2000, like... I think right after 2002, that's when, like, ATL was taking over, like... Every, yeah. Like, every single, like, hit 106 in Park. Yo, we got this new down south, you know, new new video... Like everything was coming out of there. I feel like at some point we're gonna get out this eight oh eight phase and we're gonna get back to like that hard hitting kick. So like we like, you know, people act like you can't make a club bang without an eight oh eight. Like <laughs> like when that wasn't <laughs> even the case. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I feel like at some point we're gonna get out all these all these eight oh eights and shit and we can start getting back to just like your kicks hitting hard and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That way. But um It has to be a uh a rapper who, who wants to bring that back. Yeah. I feel as though like there's no rapper right now that's gonna you know currently that can bring that back. Yeah. Well, As Drake, of right now, you know what I mean? Drake. <laughs> I mean Drake, yeah, but you know Drake's beats be all over the beat, all over the place. You know what I mean? He'll you lose, he'll use like the R&B type joints. Then he'll go to the oh, let me turn up real quick. Then he'll go to the ones where you be like, all right. This but Drake is, has he has beats like that that don't really have no 808s in it, um, like. Zero to a hundred, like they don't. That just have they just it's pretty pretty much what I was just describing. Just like a hard hitting kick, just just a kick that, yeah. that just punch hard. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and, okay. then the, and then the, you know he got the crazy drums and shit and the nice little melody, club banger. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Guys playing don't got no like crazy 808 in it. Same. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like Drake could definitely do that, but like, so yeah, that's just my opinion. I have one more question for y'all right. um, before we uh, <clears throat> wrap it up. Um, what is your favorite um, produced song? <laughs> I know wow. that. <laughs> um, if, you, if, you, if you need time to think, I mean, I already got it for me. Yeah, I got it. It was um, me. It was uh, it was a it was a track just Blaze did. It was that breathe from Ooh, Fabulous. Exhibit C, 
But you got here Exhibit A. That's that's the one that really like you know put him out there. And then he hit him, yeah. then he hit him with Exhibit C, and then that like really like everybody was all hyped. And then he just disappeared. They ain't been dropping music like that. Yeah, I'm about to say, and like Jay Electronic, but like he was supposed to be like the next coming. Yeah, he's supposed to be like the next like great rapper because he's just this dope ass lyricist, and and he just, and he dropped those two great tracks, Exhibit A and Exhibit C. Like those, both those tracks are just like crazy good. He's just like one of the best hip hop songs. Like if you want to like if an alien came to Earth, you want to play him like some hip hop songs. Like you would play, yeah. you would play like both of those like. Both those tracks were just amazing. Then he just like, I don't know, it's like the pressure got to him and he just got scared of some shit. I don't know what the fuck happened to him. You know what I'm saying? He just haven't been dropping nothing like that. He'll drop like one song a year. Yeah, pretty much. He was on that, um, I think it was the the Common Remix, Kingdom Come. Yeah. Yo, when I tell you he ripped that shit, yo, Kingdom Come? Was it, was it, is it, uh, where Vince Sable is, is the Kingdom, or the Kingdom come one of them? I, I forget. I know it's Kingdom in that song. You know oh yeah, it was uh, yeah. Kingdom. It was yeah, it was on that comment. Uh, Nobody smiling. Yup, it was him and Vince Sable, and then I think Jay Electron got on the remix. And when I tell you he ripped that shit, like he ripped that shit though. And it's crazy. A lot of people don't even know who he really is. You know what I mean? Like, um, unless you know you're in the hip-hop game and been around for a while listening to music. A lot of people don't know who uh-huh. Jay Electronica, you know, is. So, um, that's crazy that uh, you said that yeah. song. And y'all both said uh, Just Blaze. Yeah. Just Blaze is another pro- uh, producer who's been around for a while who's still heavily active in the game. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, also, I mean, another one, like, that I was, like, that really influenced me, um, Talib Kweli, uh, The Blast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, I, I love that, that beat, song. Classic. That beat was crazy. Like, High tech. Beat, yeah. Yeah, that beat was... High <laughs> That tech. beat was crazy. Like, that was like... Quality. Yeah, that beat was crazy. You just... You're like, yo, if you listen to that beat with, like, some good headphones, like, it's, it's it's still hit hard to this day in 2018. Like, that beat is crazy. Damn, man. You make me want to go go pull out the <laughs> record right now and just, you know, blast it. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a crazy beat, man. And you know what made me... uh like respect beats even more is that, you know, when you're listening in the car, you know, banging out, be like, all right, cool. You know, this beat's hard. But like you said, if you get a good pair of headphones and you put some headphones on and you actually listen to it, like you can really hear the beat. Yeah. And like, that makes you appreciate the fucking song so much more. Yeah. It makes you appreciate appreciate the engineer, like whoever makes the masters the song. (laughs) Yo, (laughs) yo, going back, Going back to, you know, and I, I hate to keep using these songs, but BMF and March Madness, when I got a good pair of headphones, oh, yeah. Yeah, oh let, me, let me tell you something. Oh, let me tell you something. Especially March Madness. March Madness sounds like, March Madness sounds amazing. Well, if you got, if Every you got, time you I got, hear March Madness, yeah. it's like I hear a new sound to it. And yeah. I'm like, yo, I didn't hear this the first thousand times yeah. I heard like, this you song. Got, like, I don't know if, if, yeah, if anybody got any, like, any big pair of like studio monitor headphones, like yo, if you listen, if you listen to like, if you listen to some songs, especially anything produced by Dr. Dre, if you listen to shit like that and headphones like that, like if you got some of the big ass beat headphones or anything else, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I know Bose make great headphones, Sony, whatever. If you just got some, yeah. if you just got a good pair of studio monitor headphones, you listen to some of these songs, like you hear everything. It sounds amazing, like. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like you listen to it's like you listen to music in 4K. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, man, it does something to you, man. Like like I said, it makes you appreciate 
the song, the beat, the producer, even the rapper so much more were like, wow, yeah. I really didn't know all this was in this beat just listening to him on the radio. Because, you know, the radio, you just hear, yeah, oh, this is the hottest song. Out of da, 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 da. Yeah, it's, diff- it's, it's way different to listen to beats, listen to um, the songs in your car, or if you got them little earbuds. Like, if you got some, like, real, like, high-grade studio monitor headphones, like, yo, it's, it def- it's definitely, like, you'll appreciate it. Like, it's crazy. All the shit. Yeah. Before we wrap it up, uh, Wilma, I mean, you got any uh, tips, anything for, you know, up-and-coming producers nowadays? You got anything for them? Yeah, I mean, you know, once you find your sound, stick with it. You know, don't listen to what people tell you. You know, people, sure. when you're producing, you're going to have, like, you know, woman, they're going to tell you, oh, you weird. I'm like, but, you know, you... Once you find your sound, you're in a whole different mindset once you're making beats. So, you know, yeah. yeah. once you find your sound, stick with it, ride with it. The real people are going to come, you know, appreciate you at the end. Right. That's, that's real that's shit, true, man. man. Yeah, just stick with your sound and master your sound. You know what I'm saying? That's I, real I mean, shit. People going to think your sound is weird at first because it's just like they so used to hearing everything sound like all this metal booming and shit. Yeah. 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 And, like, and like, you know, going back to like records, like, you know, when I'm looking... I'm looking for more stuff, like, from the world, not, like, U.S., like, from the world. So, like, once you find that shit and put it in your beats, you'd be like, niggas be like, oh, shit, like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's dope, man. Well, I want to thank you for coming on, man. We definitely going to have you back on. Yeah, this is, uh, this is know, definitely a dope episode, man. This is... We definitely got to have you back on for, you know, more... Uh, you know, as far as producing, as far as music, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. So, you know, I definitely want to say thank you for coming on. No problem, man. Definitely want, definitely want to have you back, man. I yeah. appreciate y'all, man. And uh, I know my boy's going to kill me, but new album uh, out next month with my guy Ian Sims. I'm sure you saw all the video. Yep. Sewn up the loose ends uh, August 24th, I think. We almost there. Okay. Okay. Yeah, make sure. Uh, I definitely want to get a copy of that. I heard the one John. Um, I think it was either on his page or your yeah. page, and I was like, matter of fact, no, I think you sent sent me the beat, and I was like, yo, that beat's hard as shit. I think. Oh, yeah. but, I think um, it was Rise Up. I think. Yeah, whatever beat it was, it, it was definitely tough, man. So, yeah. um, yeah, man, I'm I'm looking forward to actually listening to that. Like I said, I listened to the the last few that you gave me, and definitely like it. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I gotta promote my boy shit too. I, I forgot about it. <laughs> um, yeah, you know I'm saying yeah, like yeah. He has a um, pre pre order for his album is July 25th. Adz, you know what I'm saying I, for, I forgot the fucking name of the fucking album. So he's gonna kill, he's gonna kill me because it's like it's like some crazy shit. Like yeah, it's some crazy shit. But I forgot the name. But like I produced five tracks on there. I know the okay. I know the pre order starts uh, July 25th. I know his album comes out beginning of September. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I, I, I produced five tracks. My boy B produced, like, probably, like, six tracks on that joint. Yeah, um, yeah you got to send me the link, uh, of course, so I can, you know, support for the culture. Yeah, man. All right, no yeah. doubt. No doubt, no doubt. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for uh, listening. This is Straight Shooting. You got c right here. You got Double R here. And once again, special guest, Wilmot, thank you for having us. I'm about to say thank you for having us on. Thank you for coming on and joining us, man. Appreciate y'all. And uh, for those listening that want to catch up with the music, alpha1official.bandcamp.com. Word. Yes, sir. Catch y'all next week. We out. Peace.